Blog Talk Radio. From Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday, the end of the week program where you choose the bands you want to hear and we put them on the air. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan, broadcasting every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on the Block Talk Radio Network and the Cyber Station USA Network and its radio stations. It's November 8th. 2013 and today we will be talking with two great talents at 204 Eastern that's just three minutes from now guitar virtuoso Adam Levy will join us and play cuts from his album Portuguese subtitles and at 2:30 Eastern Jessica Fleischer returns to Music Friday with her new music video it's so hard that's from the lots of love album so stick around and join the fun by calling 347 215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. That will get you on the air. Or you can email us. You know, if you're sitting there at work and you've got your headphones on and you're listening to us instead of the um, training video on your screen, you can email us at musicfriday at gmail.com. And also, everybody listening to us on Block Talk, the chat room's open, so feel free to log in and tell us what you think and shoot questions for our uh, guests. Don't forget, this is your show. These bands are here to talk with you. So call us, 347-215-7511, or email, email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And if you know of a hot new band that you think should be on Music Friday, tell us. Go to our website. That's musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. Click on the Your Choice tab. It's right there on the top, right along the top there. Put, your, put, your, put the band's name in the nomination form. It takes about 30 seconds, and it could put a new band on the air for you. And while you're there, take a look around. Read the reviews. Check out the band bios. Comment on the blogs. Watch the videos. Do all the stuff there is to do on the website. Well, last night... Last night, boy, did I have a good time. Last night, I had so much fun at the Hotel Cafe. We went to see Salvador Santana. He had a, a gig at the, the Hotel Cafe last night. I put a bunch of friends together, and we all got there and found our way to some tables near the front, and boy, did we have a good time. Sal Santana, Salvador Santana, is going to be one of the great talents, is one of the great talents of our time. And no, no, he's not a not a guitar player like his dad. He's a rapper, and he plays the keyboards, and he raps beautifully. He plays the keyboards beautifully. He even played some classical piano last night, too, which was amazing. But uh, if you get a chance to, to see Salvador Santana in any of his gigs in, in uh, the Southland, I understand he's going to be gigging in other places, too. Do it, because it is a lot of fun. And, of course, he's got a fabulous singer now as, as part of the SSB, the Salvador Santana Band, and that's... Uh, um, Alex Nestor, and boy, can she sing. She has an opera clear voice. So if you get a chance, we had a great time last night, and you will too. So uh, I'm going to take a break right now, and uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to be talking to our first guest, who is going to tell us all about playing wonderful guitar too. Uh, that's Adam Levy. He's going to be with us. And also I've got a few other things to tell you when we come back. So we're going to take a quick break right now and we will return. Don't go away or listen to Music Friday. 
Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. And we're back. You're listening to Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm your host on Music Friday. And I want to remind everybody, I want to remind everybody about our wonderful sponsor. Music Friday is brought to you by Solar City, America's number one provider of clean energy. So keep a pen and pencil handy because a little later on the show, I'm going to be giving you a phone number that you can call to get solar power installed on your home or business for no money down. That's right, no money down with approved credit, solar power for your home or your business. So keep that pen or pencil handy because we're going to talk about it later. But right now, we have a guest on the line. And let me just say that the guitar is the backbone instrument of so many musical forms. From Nashville to Hollywood to London to the deserts of Mali and the mountains of Spain, the guitar has become humanity's musical heartstring. It can be a talking conversationalist in New Orleans blues. It can be a dance partner in flamingo or an opera clear journey in classical or at a down and dirty buddy in rock and roll and heavy metal. Its versatility is almost endless. Adam Levy has mastered the guitar and its versatility. He writes, performs, teaches, and probably sleeps with a guitar. He's in heavy demand as a session player and a touring band member. Levy's guitar work has appeared on recordings by Nora Jones, Tracy Chapman, Amos Lee, Sex Mob, Annie DeFranco, and many others. He's performed on stage with all of these artists, as well as Roseanne Cash and Dan Hicks and Daryl Anger, to name a few. His books and tapes and videos are legendary, and his training has been the gateway to a musical career for many artists. He has six of his own albums out, the most recent of which we're going to play a little bit of here, Portuguese subtitles. And... And if that's not enough, he also has his own tour schedule, and he writes for music magazines. Adam is truly a renaissance man with a guitar. Adam, welcome to Music Friday. Hi, Patrick. How are you doing today? I'm doing really well. It's Friday, and we're having a great time. Well, And I want to ask you, Adam, you have, and you are still doing, so many musical accomplishments. So I have to ask you, how did you get started? Did your grandfather have anything to do with your music career? He had uh, really everything to do with my musical career. Uh, my grandfather, um, he worked in television. He was a musical director on the Andy Williams show and the Flip Wilson show. And uh, he was a piano player and arranger. He used to take me to NBC when I was a kid to see television shows taped and sit and, you know, sit and watch the band with him. And that's really what I thought being a musician was going to be like. It was a very kind of um, straight kind of job. I mean, relative to what it really looked like for most people, the way it was for my grandfather was pretty straight ahead. It was work in the morning, shirt and tie, a lot of guys reading music. And it just looked like a lot of fun. And I, to be honest, have never thought of doing much else. Um, so he just encouraged me. He, he was very honest. He didn't, he didn't try to kid me that it was going to be easy. But 
uh, he was successful and he had a really happy life and a, a lot of good friends through music. And he really was my role model. Well, that's a, a, a remarkable way to, to get started. And of course, uh, you've pursued an aspect of music which is some something like that uh, being a session musician but in the process yeah. you have have gained a versatility with music that I think is is remarkable with 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 the guitar I, I think is mar- remarkable so I want to I want to show our uh, our audience a little bit of that versatility great That's what I call uh, down and dirty guitar, but but you play some other kinds of guitar too, and I want to uh, uh, give our listeners a little sample of another style. Here we go. This is the rest of me. guitarist uh, Adam Levy, and you've just heard two cuts from his album Portuguese Subtitles, and you can see the the range uh, of his music there. Um, Adam, that's two completely different styles, and both exquisitely done. Now, how do you do that? <laughs> um, the short answer, I suppose, is that I don't know how not to do that. Um. You know, maybe, again, some of that comes from my grandfather, you know, working in television on variety shows, uh, as he did. You know, one week the the guest on the show might be Ella Fitzgerald. The next week the guest on the show might be Three Dog Night. Uh, 
And to him, it was just music. And I, I think I picked up a little bit of that, too. Uh, I just love music. I, I have a pretty big record collection. And um, I've never thought it necessary to to narrow it down. I mean, on top of the, the Portuguese subtitles range of styles, I also do some records that are completely instrumental that are might be considered jazz or, you know, I've done records. I went down to Memphis a few years ago and made a record called Get Your Glow On and I was trying to get inside the, the roots of the, the Memphis soul style. But to me, this is... Um, I just have an incredible musical appetite, and I guess if you are what you eat, then uh, my musical appetite <laughs> comes out in all these different styles, you know? <laughs> I love the way you, you, you put that. We're talking with, with, with Adam Levy, a uh, guitarist, and you can talk to him, too. You can call in 347-215-7511, or you can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And actually, we, we have, we're starting to get some email questions for you so I'm going to read one which you may have just answered but I'll let you decide this is from Sybil in Los Angeles and Sybil wants to know what is your favorite kind of music to play and to listen to well gosh um, wow it's it's hard to nail it down but I will say in the past few years, I've gotten to play a lot of blues in the, when I was living in New York with a guitar player named Bill Sims Jr. And some of those gigs have left me feeling the most joyful of, of any kind of thing in my career. So it's funny to say that playing the blues is the most enjoyable because it's, you know, it's thought of as a music that's about lamenting and but it's also for me very um, uh, cleansing. I mean, you, if you're going to play the blues, you have to really go through it. And when you come out the other side, uh, it's such an incredible feeling. So if I had to pick, you know, none of my records, personally, I, I wouldn't call, consider them blues records, but there's always blues feeling in in what I'm doing, you know, you know what I mean? Like you wouldn't find my records in the blues bin at a record shop, but, but I'm kind of secretly in my own mind, kind of bringing that into, into whatever I do, you know? Of course, of course today it's hard to find a, a, a record shop, but, uh, nevertheless, yeah. uh, you, you mentioned New York and, uh, You've recorded and played uh, with Nora Jones for a number of years, and I understand that that that, that uh, professional relationship began in New York with musical brunches in Greenwich Village. Do I have that story right? Uh, yes, you <laughs> you've done due diligence. That's that's actually true. The first, the very first gig I ever played with Nora Jones. Now people have to remember that there was a time before Nora Jones was. Nora Jones, you know, she was just this kid from Denton, Texas, who moved to New York to see what would happen, as so many people do. And I happened to meet her literally her first day in New York. So she was just looking to meet people and get out in the city and see what was going on. And, and the very first gig we did was in a car dealership. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's really true. 
Um, just her and I. And then after that, she started waiting tables at this um, little cafe off of Washington Square Park in, in the Washington Square Hotel. And after she had been waiting tables there a while, she convinced them to let her sing on Sunday mornings for the brunch crowd. And uh, that's really, those were some of the first gigs that really she ever did in New York, and I happened to be on those. You you played guitar for it at the at the, uh, the brunches, huh? Yeah, I don't even think if I remember that there was a piano. I played guitar, yeah. and then she had a she had a bass player, but then he couldn't make one, and she asked me to recommend a friend, and it was just the three of us, if I remember correctly. She sang, and there was bass and guitar, and she might have brought an electric piano, but I seem to think she just stood out front and sang. Well, that that would be good enough. Um, well, of course, working with with uh, her with with Nora Jones, you've been brought in by a lot of other high powered artists like Tracy Chapman and Dan Hicks uh, to record and also to play on stage with them. Does each musician that you work with have a different idea of what your role should be, and, wh- oh, and how you? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, that's a great question. Yes, they do, and part of you know, what makes me sink or swim as, as a successful side person is being able to intuit that because most of the time they won't tell you, you know. Um, it's just sort of an unspoken thing that you have to figure out. Some people want you just to follow what they their lead. Other people want to, to lead. I mean, other people want you to lead more and, and take more initiative and and um it's it's a very delicate dance because i have i'm not going to mention any names but i've i've been told on occasion by artists you know hey i need you to step out more you know don't be so shy and i've had artists tell me like whoa whoa you know there's you know just enough limelight for me and you know you should you should you know <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy. And I've even had artists tell me both of those things. You know, it's it's a really hard game, but I think the people that are most successful at it are successful because they're good at that as much as they're good at, at whatever their instrument is, you know. It, yeah. it, you have to be a, a, a people person in a way, you know, because that's what this business is. It's people. Well, um, Beatrix uh, in L.A. Uh, has two questions for you. The first question okay. is, who's your favorite artist to play with? And then her second mm-hmm. question is, how do you get to be a session guitarist? Okay. Hi, Beatrix. That's a great name. Wow. That's such a cool name. My favorite artist to play with is a woman named Gabby Moreno. She's a Los Angeles-based artist. She's a singer and songwriter. Uh, she's currently on tour as a member of Hugh Laurie's band. He's got a, a band. That, you know Hugh Laurie, the actor from House? Sure, yeah. Uh-huh. I yeah. didn't know he had a band. So he's, yeah, he's got a band called the Copper Bottom Band, and they're on oh, tour right. now. Yeah. And um, Gabby is a member of his band, and she and I just played a couple shows together. This, shows, this just shows you how crazy musicians are. She's on tour with Hugh Laurie playing five nights a week, and when she has a night off, she'll book a show for herself. So she could, she could be sitting in, you know, in a tub or, at, you know, 
relaxing. And so I was in New York. I played a show with her in New York and another show in Boston. Uh, we did one of those NPR Tiny Desk concerts together, if you're familiar yeah. with that series. Yeah. I uh-huh. love that. She's a great singer. She's a great guitar player. She's a great songwriter. And uh, we don't get to play together too often, but when we do, it's it's some of the most memorable uh, musical experiences of, of my life, including all the people you've already mentioned. But Gabby's really uh, a very special artist and a special woman. So she's my favorite person to play with. And how do you get to be a session guitar player? Um, that's a good question. One thing I, I, you know, I just taught a master class on being a session guitar player at a place in Hollywood called Musicians Institute. And what, what's it called again? That, you, you, called, you dropped out a little bit there. What's it? Oh, sorry. It's called Musicians Institute. Musicians it's in Institute. Hollywood. It's been a, okay. Yeah. It's been around since, oh gosh, 40 or 50 years. And I just was there earlier this week teaching a little master class. And I, you know, I explained my philosophy of, of how to do what I do. But one thing that I always tell young guitar players is try to make friends with other guitar players, you know, particularly ones who are working, because you know, probably 90% of the work I get actually comes from being recommended by other guitar players. You know, somebody will call them for a gig and they can't do it or they might not just might not think they're the right person for it. And they'll say, oh, you know what, you really should call Adam Levy. So, you know, that's one bit of advice is get to know other guitar players, especially ones who are working. And, um, I mean, that's kind of a tried and true thing. It's not quite being an apprentice, but it's just networking and, and then, you know, getting to know producers. But honestly, at least 90% of the work I get comes from the, the recommendations of other guitar players. So that's, well, well, that's, that's, a, that, that's a very heartening uh, uh, thing to hear. Um, now, you mentioned teaching. So yeah. um, I've looked a little bit into, in, into your curriculum, and you've got a – You've got a philosophy in which you uh, you approach the guitar on a teaching strategy that's very impressive. Can you can you tell us a little bit about that? And, uh, maybe you can tell us also what romancing the vocal means. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I talked about romancing the vocal in my workshop. Well, I'll come to that in a second. But I mean, my basic philosophy is, um, you know, as as a session guitar player and and. Honestly, most of the teaching I do is people who come to me who want to be session players. So there's, a, you know, a, a pretty thin line between being a session player for me and being a teacher because kind of, people approach me for lessons. They don't want to learn, you know, Green Day songs. They come to me because they know that this is what I'm doing and they want some perspective. So, you know, it's it's about listening. You know, it's it's about putting your guitar down for a minute and listening to the music as just a fan of music and trying to listen for what you would want to hear and then playing that. You know, don't just let your fingers do the walking. Guitar players, all of us are guilty of this to some extent. You know, you just start playing before you really have a plan. Hmm. Um, and okay. my my approach is to not do that. Put the guitar down, or at least just take your hands off of it for a moment, and just listen to the music. Like I'm, just, I'm talking about your inner recording studio. The singer plays you a song, and says, "Here's how it goes." And they might be singing, and 
playing some rhythm guitar or some piano, or they might even have a demo. And just listen for where the space is, you know? Listen okay. for where the where the openings are, and those openings are opportunities for you to do something. And if the music doesn't have a lot of space, it's okay to to not do very much. You know, you don't... Nobody has ever paid me per note, you know. I'm, I show up, <laughs> and I sometimes can do very little if that's the right thing for the song, you know. Um, is, it, so is that what you mean by romancing the vocal? <laughs> uh, well, romancing the vocal, okay, so that's something. I did post a little thing on, the, on my website about romancing the vocal. I, you know, I, I say get to know your singer, but I don't mean in that way. I don't, I don't recommend getting to know your singer in an in a, in a, in a intimate way, but get to know what they want as far as some singers really want a sparring partner. They want you to go kind of blow for blow. They sing a little bit and you play, and it's more like, a, like, like you're a foil for them, you know? Mm-hmm. And other singers might just want you to just hold it down and almost be more like a drummer and hold it steady. And then when it's your turn to shine, okay, take a guitar solo, be a guitar player, step up and play some guitar. But your role is going to change song to song, bar to bar, and you really have to think about what your role is in the moment. And um, at the end of the day, you have to remember that any song is about the singer and and you're just a guitar player but not just a guitar player but just a guitar player you know i got you i got you um and we're t- we're talking with um adam levy and uh, we're talking about his teaching about his guitar playing about his adventures on the road and speaking of adventures on the road we've got a song coming up that uh, uh of his that has special meaning for me too I'll dust my broom I'm leaving soon I'm moving to L.A. When your letter came Everything was still the same What I've got not for you I'm moving to LA I'm moving to LA I'll ride the metro all the way downtown with the outlaws and the brushes talking with Adam Levy, and this is a song about his moving back to L.A., um, and I'm an Angelino too, and I recently moved back to L.A., so I understand the feeling, but what brought you back to the City of the Angels? That's a really good question. Um, I'm not even sure I have a, 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 a clear answer, but I, you know, I, I was born in Los Angeles. I lived here till I was 23 which um, was about half my life, you know, give or take. And then I wandered for a lot of years, and mostly I was in New York. But 
in the last couple of years, I started to feel kind of a sea change in New York. It's, New York will always be New York, um, but the gang that I had moved there with, you know, 15 years ago was starting to move away um, either out to the country, you know, to far, farther and farther out of the city or just altogether out of New York. And it just felt like, um, you know, I didn't want to be the last guy there to, to turn the lights out, you know. <laughs> it just, it was, I guess that, okay. you know, now that I, I, that was kind of it. I just felt like my crowd, my uh, community was going to other places, not even necessarily here to L.A., though some of them. But I just felt like it was time for me to rethink, you know, what do I need from a city and is New York the best place? I still love it. Uh, you will never hear me talk any trash about New York City. I love that city. Okay. But I was needing some more sunshine in my life. And, you know, the Pacific Ocean has always held a great romance for me. I never related to the Atlantic. Um, well, I, I, feel the, I feel the same way. You know, we're, we're running out of time. I want to make sure that, that uh, we give our, uh, our listeners an opportunity to connect with you. So okay. um, where do if, – if, we've got a couple of people here who, who've emailed in and want to know about your teaching, and uh, you teach both remote, remotely and in Los Angeles. So tell people how they can get in touch with you. What's your website, et cetera? Yeah. My website is adamlevy.com. That's just A-D-A-M-L-E-V-Y.com. And if you want to say hello, you can send me an email. At, it's as easy as you could imagine. It's adam at adamlevy.com. Okay. And do you have any gigs coming up? Um, I do. Um, thanks for asking. I'm playing, <laughs> uh, I'm playing in Los Angeles on... Um, November 10th, this Sunday, I'm, pl I'm playing with my friend Alyssa Grace, just a few songs with her at the Mint. That's this Sunday, November 10th. Um, again, I'm playing a little sort of cameo appearance at Catalina Bar and Grill on November 19th with my friend Shelly Siegel. Um, I'm playing New York City November 22nd with Craig Northey, great, great songwriter from Vancouver. And uh, I'll be back in L.A. playing at Genghis Cohen on November 30th with Jimmy okay. Lloyd. All right. Well, you've got a good schedule, and uh, I, I hope to make at least one of those, maybe uh, Catalina. Uh, in the meantime, uh, people can check out your schedule on your website. They can also check out your books, your tapes. Uh, you also write for uh, uh, Guitar Magazine, and they can find out about mm -hmm. that. And uh, we're going to leave our audience with uh, the title song from your new album, Portuguese Subtitles. And uh, Adam, I want to thank you very much for being with us today. Patrick, thank you. It's been a pleasure. When we return, Jessica Fleischer and her new video, It's So Hard. Don't go away. You're listening to Music Friday. Coffee can to hold fresh flowers. Paper thin walls, bathroom down the hall. Not much of a view, but it's hard. Then I lost my job and I went on the door. Watch my own confidence falling Try to numb my mind Twelve ounces at a time I got jealous of your friends Just for calling I need to take a breath Now slow and 
Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA, always on the go. And we're back at Music Friday. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, and uh, we'd like to hear from you, 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. Or you can email us. We had a lot of emails, and I want to say sorry to uh, people whose email arrived after Adam left, but stay with us, stay with us, and uh, get in on the conversation with our, our next guest. And our next guest, Jessica Fleischer, is on the line. But first, I have to tell you about our sponsor, Solar City, America's number one supplier of clean energy. Solar City will install a solar system on your home or business with no upfront cost with approved credit. You just pay for the energy that you use, you know, like you do now, except you're going to use less of it because the sun is making more of it for you. It's a win-win. You save money, you help save the earth. You can even save more money if you mention Music Friday when you call Solar City. That's right. If you call my friend Tina at Solar City, you'll get a $250 discount on your order. So what's Tina's phone number? Glad you asked. 909-618-6937. That's 909-618-6937. Tell Tina that Patrick from Music Friday Radio sent you, and she'll give you a $250 discount on your order. Now, I'm going to give you the number one more time so you can write it down. 909-618-6937, and that's Tina at Solar City. Jessica Fleischer is an emerging artist based in Los Angeles who has been on Music Friday before when she launched her album, Lots of Love. Jessica has a knack for great music and great video, so when I saw that she'd released a new video from the album, I just had to take a look. And I'm glad I did because the video, shot by her movie director sister Rachel Fleischer, is first class. It's every bit as good as the music it's showcasing, and it clearly demonstrates how much Jessica's talent has grown and polished since her last appearance. Jessica, welcome back to Music Friday. Thank you, Patrick. Jessica, the new video is a kick. It's wonderful. So, so how did you and Rachel pull it off? Was this a, a quick job, or did it take days and days and weeks and weeks? Um, well, the concept took um, – well, I came up with the concept probably six months before we shot it. And then um, I started putting the production into action, I would say, uh, two or three weeks before we shot the video, and then we shot the video in one 20-hour day. So, <laughs> well, could That's you tell a us a long answer? <laughs> uh, our, our, yes, our our listeners, some of our listeners haven't seen the video, and if you haven't seen the video, go to uh, our website, musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. It's there, or you can get it on our YouTube channel. But for the for the listeners who haven't seen it, what was the concept? Um, well, originally, I just wanted it to be something simple and really visually stimulating and upbeat, like the song. And um, I don't know, the idea just kind of 
came to me um, to be playing different characters and just singing the song to the camera and with a white background and just changing, um, you know, characters from line to line of the song. Um, and then I kind of realized that there was also an underlying narr- narrative that supported the meaning of the song since it's called It's So Hard to Pay Attention. Well, it's called It's So Hard, but the line is It's So Hard to Pay Attention to Your Life. And then, you know, I kind of realized that these six characters I am playing are really just, you know, parts of my own character that I have to balance throughout life and how that... um, We all do. So we're all a little schizophrenic. Exactly. Yes. Now, you go through a, a number, like you say, a number of characters, and each with a different costume, and you're singing, and you're, and they move effortlessly from one character to another while you're singing, and one character begins a line, and the next character finishes it. There's no break in between them at all. How did you do that? Uh, well, it was pretty simple, I guess. We just... Um it was just time-consuming was the only thing because of all the hair makeup changes. But I just performed the song several times in front of the camera and at the same in the same set setting, and um, just you know as each character. And then we cut the we got the best takes of each character and cut them together, and that's how we did right. it. Okay, well, before we go any farther, let's give our listeners uh, a little taste of the music. So, And like I say, you can watch the video on, on my blog, musicfriday.nationbuilder.com slash blog. I was uh, reading a uh, report uh, yesterday, um, some research has been done that shows that people who multitask and try to do lots of different things at once don't do them very well and can't really keep uh, keep their focus firm. So it sounds like you've uh, come up with an anthem for uh, millennials. <laughs> well, I, you know, only writing from personal experience, so. Okay, well, I, that song is so... By high energy, it's it's um, it's a dan- it's it's dance music, it's listening music, it's uh, it, it like I say, it's lots and lots of energy. So, did you did you just sort of sit down and write that song all at once? Um, kind of. No, actually, um, <laughs> it came to me. I I get 
lucky sometimes and uh, wake up or have I hear songs in my more melodies in my dreams sometimes and that melody the melody for the verse was in a dream and I woke up remembering it and I you know put some temporary words down just to sort of save the melody and then I went back and and wrote uh, the lyrics and wrote a chorus and um, there was a bridge in there that I originally wrote that um, my producer took out when we recorded the uh, uh, final recording. It's always a We're process. It's always a process, right. We're talking with yeah. Je- Jessica Fleischer, and uh, you can talk with her. You can call us 347-215-7511, or you can email us. You can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Uh, we actually we have some, uh, uh, some, some emails that are coming in, and uh, we've got one from Magic Bust. That's bust, not bus, in Salt Lake. And Magic Bust wants to know, uh, can you make a good living in pop these days? It seems like there are so many new pop singers, I'm surprised that anybody can actually make a living at it. That's an interesting question. Yes, a very (laughs) relevant question. (laughs) Um, People can do it. Um, There are lots of ways to do it. I am currently not... Um, a master in that area. I have not really been able to um, make a living off of music at this point in my life, but um, there does seem to be some promise, and I know that you know people do it and it happens. It's just sort of a matter of the right timing and the right people and the right exposure. And having a team, I think, right now I'm just sort of doing it alone, and I would say it is really difficult as an independent artist without um, a team sort of helping and planning. When you have to be your artist and your manager and your booking agent and everything, it's <laughs> it's um, it's challenging, well, but it's, you know, I can't have it any other way at this, at this point, so... Well, I'm glad you're hanging in there because that means that uh, we get to enjoy your music. Uh, we've got another email here from Leslie, uh, Leslie Trumps, uh, Leslie Trumps All in Boston. And apparently Leslie um, looked at your video because she, she says, I'm suspicious of the framing in the video. Were you topless when you were shooting it? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question. Um, you don't have to you know, answer if you don't want to. <laughs> no, sometimes I was actually. We shot a um, a wider um, sh- shot or set of um, frames. Sorry, I'm exhausted today. I'm not speaking very well. But there's a more um, risque version where I'm wearing pasties that has not been cut together. Um, So for some of those, I was kind of topless, but for most of them, I'm just wearing a nude um, tube top underneath uh, the frame where the frame ends. Well, well, I've got to ask, are we ever going to see the other one, the pasties? Um, Well, it's not cut together right now. Eventually, maybe. I don't know. It's just kind of something I have up up my sleeve. Okay, well. And we'll um, see when and where if I ever take it out. But there is uh, some 
some crazy footage of that video. <laughs> well, Leslie trumps all. I have to congratulate you on a good eye. I never would have thought of that. <laughs> all right. Yeah, no, uh, people have definitely asked. That's especially men are like, "Are you naked?" <laughs> I, I so I've noticed, anyways. So. Okay. Well, I want to. Ch- pace a little bit, change the music, and uh, here's another song from the album that I love dearly. talking with Jessica Fleischer, and that is an interesting, a, a wonderful song called, I think it's called Love. It's a change of pace, and it takes you in kind of a different direction. You want to tell us about where that song came from? Ooh, that's an interesting question. It came from me. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That was one of those songs, actually, that I just sat down at the piano, and it just, like, the chords came out and the melody came out. Um, the, it does shift at the end of the song. Um, I recommend that if you liked what you heard, you go and listen to the whole song because, um, it does have an interesting change that I really like. Uh, it's a very personal song. I don't know. It's just about, you know, my frustrations with finding love and dating, but then it sort of shifts into this peaceful place of accepting where I am. Well, there's a line in there. Um, it's such a big world. What what you gonna do? And uh, that's yeah. a lot of us ask that question on a daily basis. Um, and speaking of the big world out there, uh, you released a video in 2008 encouraging Sarah Palin to save herself the trouble of going to Washington. Advice uh, <laughs> voters, voters took on her behalf, and you got a lot of reaction to that song. Some of it very complimentary, and some of it downright ugly. Would you ever do a song like that again? Um, well, not about Sarah Palin, because um, I already did it, but I'm into, I don't know, I don't know. If I was called, to, if I felt called to do it, then yes, I guess. Okay. Um, it is. It is tricky, especially because that was before I released anything, and, you know, I don't want to alienate any... Buddy, <laughs> any Sarah Palin fan, I you know I do believe in speaking your truth, and I think that's what real artists do. And at the end of the day, you know I I don't have any ill will towards anyone, and you know I don't think anyone else should. And that's where a lot of my material comes from is that place. Oh. So. Well, let's let's come back on really solid ground here in another song from the album, Voice Pen. Voice 
talking with Jessica Fleischer. We'd love to have you uh, talk with her, 347-215-7511, or you can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And uh, that, that's kind of an interesting song. You want to tell us about that song? What, what, Boys Men? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that one actually has a good story. It was one of the first songs I wrote, maybe like the third or fourth song I ever wrote. Um, and I wrote it. It was inspired by Andy Samberg, actually, before he was famous. Uh, I worked at MTV, and he was working at MTV, and I had this huge crush on him, and I gave him my phone number on a Post-it. And he actually called me that night, but, of course, I was in the shower when he called, and he left a message. <laughs> and then I returned his phone call, um, and he never answered back, which is where the line, first they call and then they don't or won't, whatever. Um, so that was totally inspired by just um, being frustrated. And then like three weeks later, I heard that he was the new cast member on SNL, and I just figured that was typical of my life. <laughs> so Another. yeah, that's, that's a funny okay. one. Okay, well, um, it, at least it, it provided material for a song. Um, yeah, got absolutely. Some more, got some more emails here. We have a, a number of people asking if uh, you have any gigs coming up. And as, as far as I know, you don't have any uh, plans for uh, live performances, um, do you? No, not, not anything um, concrete. I definitely have been asked and I've been thinking about it. I might do something in December. I'm just sort of trying to figure out where um, I'm putting all of my energy at the moment. Um, but I will probably be putting a show together soon. You can um, keep in touch, I guess, via Facebook and Twitter and all Instagram. You can get everything or hook up with me on um, my website. Which is lotsoflovemusic.com. Which is lotsoflovemusic.com is your is your website. People should uh, go to lotsoflovemusic.com um, and learn a lot more about uh, about Jessica. And also, you can uh, find out if she's got any live uh, performances coming up because she'll post them uh, when they're there. Um, and we should also let everybody know they can get your music on iTunes. They can download you on iTunes too. Isn't that correct? That's correct. You can pretty much find my album anywhere. You can find albums online. Um, iTunes, you can stream on Spotify. You can also stream the whole album on my website under the music page. Okay. So, yeah, check it out. It's there. Right. It's there for your ears well, to hear. Here's, here's another song from the album that I really like to play and listen to.
song to me was just made to be a video. I can see you as a rope dancing until the boy kisses you and then you come to life. Or am I way <laughs> off on that? <laughs> that's funny. No, there is a music. That's the first music video Rachel and I did together was for that song. And I released it about a year ago. Um, so there is a music video and it's kind of like what you said. but Okay. Well, well, since you have already come to life, you are alive and not a robot. Let me ask you, um, what's coming up? I know you have a uh, you've just completed a children's book, and you're working on a Christmas song. T- t- tell us about the book. Um, the book is something that I've been working on for a long time. I actually completed the story, and I also illustrated it. So I finished the illustrations about five years ago, and I sent it out to a few publishers and agents but nothing happened, and then I really started focusing on music. Uh, When I released my album in August, I decided it would be a good time for me to also just self-publish the book and get it out there and sort of let all of my projects that I completed and sent out into the world um, allow them to sort of support each other in any way that's possible. So (laughs) so I uh, self-published it, and I released it, and... um, yeah, you can also, there's a link called, it's called Little Luna and the Universe, and I wrote it to teach children about um, the universe on a scientific level, and there's a little bit of a metaphysical theme going on. Um, yeah, and there's a little tab at, on my website called Little Luna, so um, you can find the book there, and pretty soon we're going to have a preview of the book. But right I, now you, know, you can read about it. I've looked at it, and uh, uh, you put a lot of work into that, and you're a very talented artist, too. You've got a whole second career there. Uh, Yeah, well, that was sort of the first. I mean, I was always uh, an artist, and I went to uh, CalArts in the fine arts program for a little while, and I've always been a visual artist. Well, I guess that makes you a Renaissance woman. You can do all of these uh, various things. I know. It's so overwhelming, but... (laughs) <laughs> but I'm um, grateful for it too we've, we've got uh, a couple more emails um, rumored to be true in St. Louis wants to know uh, do you consider yourself a pop artist um, interesting I consider myself an artist and I consider the music I make to be retro pop rock although I hate labeling but if I had to label it, that's usually what I say is it's retro pop rock. Well, let's tease that out a little bit. Um, Why retro pop rock? I mean, the rock I understand, but what is retro pop? Uh, Well, I think it's definitely pop music. I mean, it's not like the pop music, you know, that's extremely popular today, Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I consider pop music to be anything that's, really catchy and hooky um okay so and then retro it's that i'm definitely inspired by music of the 50s and 60s and 70s so okay um yeah i can i can understand i can understand that uh and and now that you've said that i i i get it well now that you said what would you call it would you consider me a pop artist um i would consider you a really good artist 
there you go. I prefer oh, that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Okay. And 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 I, uh, I I especially like this this album. I I think this album has shown a uh, a great deal of growth uh, even since the last time you were on the song and and the uh, the video especially you very polished. I'm very very pleased with with this video and I want to remind everybody to go see the video. It's so hard. It's from uh, your latest album, Lots of Love. You can see it on uh, our website at musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. You can see it on uh, our our YouTube account. It's also on your website and I want to remind everybody that you can download uh, Jessica's music from iTunes and you can stream it on her website which is lotsoflovemusic.com and as you can figure out we're just about out of time Jessica so I want to thank you very much for coming back on Music Friday giving us uh, your time twice now yes it was my pleasure thank you so much and be sure as when when you you get your Christmas song or your Christmas album together, let us know. And if you've got any bookings coming up, uh, let us know because we'd like to let all of our listeners know. Absolutely. Thank you so much, and thanks for all the folks who ask questions. I love answering questions. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Once again, uh, her website is lotsoflovemusic.com. The uh, the book is uh, Little Luna, and we're going to leave you with uh, some more of that wonderful song, Come to Life. You've been listening to Music Friday with Patrick O'Heffernan. Like our Facebook, like our Facebook page, and follow our Twitter feed, and you will get real time updates on our guests. Nominate your favorite musician on Music Friday. Com, and we will see to it that they appear on the show for you to talk to them. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlepin. Our intern is Angeline Sorano. Download this and other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com slash musicfriday. Be here next Friday when we interview Ruben in the Dark all the way from Canada and Irene Diaz drops by with some of her great songs and a conversation about her upcoming appearance at the Women of Color Convention. And uh, like I say, I'm going to leave you with Come to Life by Jessica White. Yeah.